Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. We've got another episode of Growing in Grace, the Growing in Grace podcast at growingingrace.org, coming close to 700 episodes over the past 14 years. Thanks for coming along. Check out all of the past podcasts at growingingrace.org. If you have a question or something you're wondering if we've talked about it, feel free to search that website, growingingrace.org. There is a a search dialogue thing there where you can search for keywords and see if we've talked about it. You can also email us if you have thoughts, comments, questions, or whatever. All of that contact info, all of the ways that we can uh, be listened to, like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that, all of that information is also there on the website, growingingrace.org. I am Joel, the breeze man, along with uh, Mike Kapler, the cap. And so we've been uh, talking about Galatians. There's so much good stuff here in the book of Galatians. So much freedom to be had in this life in Christ. And sometimes uh, some of the things that Paul says are taken a little bit out of context here in Galatians. Uh, we were talking last week about how um, Paul says, the works of the flesh are evident, and he, he lists all these things, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, and he says, I've told you, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And that scares believers, because we think that he's talking about us. But if you read the previous four, cha- four and a half chapters, <laughs> Paul's not saying that this is us. He's, he's talking about unbelievers here. Well, anyway, we'll, we'll talk more about that this week and see where we get with this. What's up, Mr. Kapler? Yes, you made an important distinction last week in that those who are dead spiritually in Adam and haven't yet chosen to believe in Christ, they are of the flesh. You also pointed out that Paul said, in another place in Romans, I believe, that we, as believers in Christ, are not in the flesh. So some distinctions here to, to try to separate, because again, Paul just got done talking to some believers about differences between law and, and grace and faith versus works. And if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. But there are those who are in the flesh and their works within that structure, within that condition that they're found in Adam as sinners, they, by nature, often will spill out some of these things, or at least they'll be struggling with them, tempted with them. We, as believers in Christ, who are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, we may also struggle with some temptations you know, we have choices to make. They can be right choices. They can be wrong choices. Paul is encouraging them, and he does this in other letters too, mm-hmm. but he, he's encouraging them as believers in Christ to behave in a way that equals who they are as a righteous child of God, one who has been made holy and who has been perfected and who has been sanctified and cleansed and forgiven and all of that. He's encouraging us, he's exhorting us to behave in a way that reflects 
the true nature of who we are in Christ. And so that's some of the difference here. Those who haven't come to Christ will not inherit uh, the kingdom of God because by nature they're doing these things. But then he went on to say the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. There's no law against those things. And keep in mind, this is the this is not our fruit. It's the fruit of the Spirit. So we're not trying to generate the fruit. We're not trying to put effort into producing fruit. We're simply bearing the fruit by resting in the vine. And this thing about the flesh too, Joel, just a little side note here. When we started this little series about the law is not of faith, is kind of how we started this four, five, six programs ago, whatever it's been now. Paul talked to the Galatians in Galatians, the beginning of Galatians 3, they were going from this place of freedom and grace to a place of turning back to the works of the law in order to try to perfect themselves through those works. And, and he called that a work of the flesh. And so it's not just drunkenness and, and, and selfishness and wrath and, and uh, hatred and idolatry and fornication and all that that we define the flesh. But the flesh can also be trying to become something apart from the grace of God by working it out yourself through your own efforts. Where, where am I going wrong here? Yeah, well, <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> you had, um, I think last time, brought out the phrase, you, jokingly about something I said, you talked about you, you smell filthy rags here because of something that I was talking about. I can't remember what it was now, but the point well, is— some, somebody had written and said something— uh, on social media that the reason sins were taken away by Jesus is because we stopped doing them. Exactly. And, Which... <laughs> so I, I said that because it's a reference back to Isaiah where uh, God said, your righteousness is like filthy rags to me. And I think that comment kind of reeks of self-righteousness. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what that's see, that's the flesh like what you were just talking about, sure, it can mean all of these evil things, all these dirty things that people do, but it can also mean all the good things that people try to do to establish righteousness. It's filthy rags. Those are deeds of the flesh just as much as the other things are. And so the point with this is that we can't rely upon the deeds of the flesh to either save us or to keep us from being saved because... The ministry of Jesus, what Jesus did for us, the finished work of Jesus, was he performed everything perfectly on our behalf, and we're the beneficiaries of his work, not our own work. And you know, we're talking about living by the Spirit versus living by the flesh or living by the law, and we've talked about 2 Corinthians 3 a lot on this podcast, the ministry of death written and engraved on stones. That was the law. It was glorious. But with the ministry of the Spirit, Paul says in uh, 2 Corinthians 3.8, how much will the ministry of Spirit, will not the ministry of Spirit not be much more glorious? The law was the ministry of condemnation, the ministry of death. It had glory, but the ministry of righteousness, which is the ministry of the Spirit, has much more glory, so much so that the, the old covenant, the old law, that ministry of death and condemnation doesn't even have any glory anymore because of the the exceeding glory of this ministry of the Spirit. And so when Paul says the fruit of the Spirit is love, 
joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when he says the works of the flesh are all of these other things, you have a choice of which ministry you're going to walk in. You're either going to walk in the ministry of the flesh, the ministry of the law, which is death and condemnation and bondage and guilt, or you can walk according to the ministry of the Spirit, where, like you so rightfully said, it's the fruit of not our own flesh. It's not our own fleshly efforts that produce these good things. It's the ministry of the Spirit. You know, Jesus called himself the vine, and we are the branches. And the branches, picture a grapevine that has all these branches, and, and grapes are being produced on these vines. The branches don't say, all right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I get some good grapes out today. The vine doesn't, or the, the branches don't strain and struggle to try to produce fruit. It comes from the life of the vine. We're connected to the vine. Jesus Christ, he is the vine. That's the ministry of the Spirit that we're in in Christ. And so when we lose sight of that, when we lose sight of the fact that it's not my performance, it's not me trying to produce fruit, but I'm just bearing the fruit that the Spirit is producing himself. When we lose sight of that, yeah, we're going to be tempted by the flesh in many different ways. It could be to try to perform well on our own, or it could be to do some of these uh, evil things. But it doesn't define who we are. We've got to remember it's the ministry of the Holy Spirit in us. That That's where the life and the works and everything comes from. It's the life of Christ in us. It's, yeah, it's just so easy to pluck some verses out and, and get things out of context. Those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, <laughs> if if it comes back down to works again, then then I guess everything else we've been reading about in the New Testament, we need to just get a black highlighter and, and uh, say, well, this isn't really a gift. It's really not by grace through faith. It's up to us. It's up to our behavior. It's up to uh, our standard of living as to whether we'll inherit the kingdom of God. Well, that's not really even an inheritance. I mean, that an inheritance is, is given freely. You don't work for it. It's because you're a child, which Paul had talked about previously in the book of Galatians. You're, you're a child who receives an inheritance. Um, and it, it's not based upon how hard you work to earn it. <laughs> you right. you got to do religious stuff. You got to <laughs> earn it. Remember that, Joel? Yeah. <laughs> Isaac Airfreight. Yeah. Uh, I was trying Google to remember it. who it was. Yeah. Isaac yeah. Airfreight. Yeah. Christian <laughs> comedy from decades ago. Um, so, yeah, th- this is the good news, though, the fruit of the Spirit. And, and now we can just rest in him and allow his fruit to flow through us um, because that, that's really what this is about. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Well, we do live in the Spirit. And, and Paul is exhorting us to, to walk that way as well. Let's not provoke one another. Let's not envy one another. I think it's, uh, I can go there real quick because we're probably not going to spend time in Galatians 6 right now, although this is something I would like to get into at, at another time. Bear one another's burdens, Galatians 6 2, and so fulfill the law of Christ. This is, you know, love in action. Um, and it's based upon, again, God's love for us as was demonstrated through Jesus Christ. So again, big difference between us trying to, through our own effort, with fists clenched and, and our teeth clenched, uh, it, it's different than trying to love the Lord our God with a commandment that says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Uh, nobody's ever done it. So God turned the tables. He demonstrated his love to us 
an unconditional love that's not based upon our performance and behavior. And once we begin to realize that love that God has extended to us, we are now free to, to love him back and to love others. Yeah, and that's I think that really is what it comes down to is is love. And and again, even that people struggle to try to produce love, but no, it's not on us. First John four nine. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. We're encouraged to love one another, and where does the love come from? Again, not from struggling and striving and straining to try to love, but by knowing the love of God. That's where love comes from. Get to know the love of God. If you don't know the love of God, get to know the love of God before you ever even, quote, try to love, because love doesn't come from trying. It it comes from the source, God, who himself is love. So hopefully this has been helpful. You know, talking about going, like you said, going way back to the law is not of faith uh, and talking about the difference between a life of faith versus a life under the law and a life uh, walking according to the spirit versus trying to walk according to the flesh. This is the Growing in Grace podcast at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.